זה השם שואל על שישי פרשס לך לך תשפ"ג. Here we come. So, לל שישי יסד פרשס לך לך. The Gemara in Avoy Dezor says, Amr Pshim Ben Gamliel Amr Biechanon. What's Pshat in the Pasuk? Ashri Yoish Asher Loi Holach Ba'atzas Rishoyim. Ashri Yoish Zavram. It's talking about Avram. What is the godless of Avram? Sheloi Holach Ba'atzas Rishoyim. He did not go in the Eitzah of the Anshei Dor HaPalga. Because the Anshe Dor HaPalga were Rishoyim. B'derech HaToyim Loi Omad, he was not B'Mamad Anshe Stoyim. Because Anshe Stoyim were Roim V'Chatoyim L'Hashem Eoid. U'B'Moyshev Leitzim Loi Yoshev, that he didn't sit with the Plishtim, because the Plishtim were Leitzonim. As it says, V'Hiki Toiv Libom Koru L'Shim Shoyim, and that's that. So, this is special praise for Avram Avinu that he kept away from Rishoyim during his whole life. So, what does the Gemara want, what does Rabbi Yechonon want to tell us? That Avram was a tzaddik tamim? We know that Avram was a tzaddik tamim. We see through the whole parasha that Avram was a tzaddik tamim. And we, we, we see he listened to the Rabbi Nishloilam to Lech Lecha Me'artzacha and that's that. Okay. So, to start off, there's a Machloikis in Chazal. How old was Avram Avinu when he recognized, he understood that there's a Bayre Oilam? At what age did that happen? So, Basically, what is taught in the school system is that Avram Avinu was three years old. But in Chazal, there are two other days. The Rambam himself says that Avram was 45, and Chazal hold that he was 48. And they learn it from various psukim. So it says in the Pasuk, So he said that and means everybody. If it's everybody, Avram Avinu was alive then. If, that, if so, Avram Avinu at the Palga was 48 years old. That means that until that happened, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu punished that generation, then he didn't realize who HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. And only then, after HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because it says, Vayi Kol Oretz, everyone. It doesn't say that Avram was against them. And that's that. So, after after that, there's a sefer called Oryukaris, and he writes that the Medrash says, in the beginning the Shechina was Lamata, in the world. Even after the Chet of Odomarisha, once Cain did his Avera, the Shechina went away. It went up, but it didn't go far away. 
Sdoim started to do Chatoim, it went to the, to, to the highest Rekia. And then there were seven Tzadikim, Avram, Yitzchok, Yaakov, till Moshe Rabbeinu, and Moshe Rabbeinu brought the Shechina back down to Har Sinai, when Hashem gave the Torah, and he was able to, to do that. Okay. So, the Kasha is, if Avram Avinu was so Choshev, why wasn't Avram able to bring down the Shechina to the world? So it says that all the years of Stoim was 52 years. And when Stoim was destructed, Avram was 99, as Rashi says. Meaning that Avram Avinu when was 47 when Stoim. And when Stoim started to do Chatoim, if so, according to the calculation that we just did, Avram Avinu did not know the Rebbein Shalom yet. So he didn't have what it took to bring the Shechina down to earth. And therefore, Stoim was able, since the Shechina was not in the earth at that point, therefore the people of Stoim were able to start doing their Chatoim. And Avram Avinu came up only later when he was 48. But according to the Gemara that says that Avram Avinu knew the Bayer Elam when he was three years old, as the al Shemoni says, so Avram Avinu had no shaykhs to the Dura Palga, and he had no shaykhs to Stoim. If so, why didn't Avram Avinu bring the Shechina down? What happened? And the Teretz is, because it says, Vayogar Avram, Beretz Plishtim. He lived there. He was only a ger. He didn't want to sit to, with them together. But as much as he kept away, from Anche Sdoim and from Anche Amoira, as much as he kept away from Dora Palga, living borderline with the people of Plishtim, which are a Moish of Leitzim, that was a disconnect. That did something that Avram Avinu would not be able to pull down the Shechina to the world. Because even though that he was Makir the Shechina, but there are certain places where the Shechina can't come. And B'Moshev Leitzim lo Yashav. And since he was at the border of that Moshev Leitzim, that caused this phenomena that the Shechina could not be there. So, Makir is Boiroi, 100%. Was strong enough to save him from being punished in the Dora Palga? Yes. Kept him away from the Anshe Stoim Dararoim Vechatoim? For sure. It kept him away that much that even though that he stood up by the Melchemes Abba, Melochemes Achamisha, to kill out the four kings that came and captured Sdaim, so he was standing up and waging war for them, still, it was not a connection that for this he would have been punished, that there's nothing going on. But the Vayogor Avram, Be'eretz plishtim, yomim rabim, that is where the problem is. Now, when did Avram go? After Hafichas Loit, the Stoim, and Maisa Loit with his daughters, he went there. And that that was exactly where he said he went, Artsah Hanegev. 
and Chazal say that it's min, uh, why is it called Negev? Because it's Menugav Mitoiva, Menugav Mitzdaka. It had it had nothing there. And true, Avram wanted to start shop there, that it will also be able to be a place, an oasis, where people are going to be coming, and through his feedings, he will be able to bring them closer to the Rabbi Shlomo. But at that point, living in that neighborhood, living in that vicinity, that w- caused Avram Avinu some type of avoid. And that's why the Medrash goes into detail that there were many, many chat- different nations that were very, very wicked in the time of Avram, and he always had to battle them in a certain way in order that at least he will stay connected with the Rabbi Nishalelu. It says in Pirkei, the Rebbe Reb Shimon says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to the 70 Malachim that are Mesoiviv Kisik Voidoi, and he says, And there were various raffles, as it says, so the Rabbani Shalom was looking on who that he's going to choose out out of the 70 nations who's going to be his because he had shame left over from the Tevas Noyach but that that he had shame left over from the Tevas Noyach was not enough in order for a continuity of the world of Torah and Masim Toivim he needed someone who was going to be way more uh, progressive in introducing the world to the idea of HaKadosh Baruch And therefore the Rabbani Shalom chose Avram Avinu. And that choice was done when Avram was 48. And then he became the Chalik of HaKadosh Baruch And then HaKadosh Baruch revealed himself to Avram. And then the relationship started. So even if he did know about the Rabbani Shalom beforehand, uh, trying to observe the situation that what is going on exactly in this world, uh, that there's, there's day, there's night, there's rain, there's winds, there's summer, there's winter. Obviously somebody is doing all of this and this is how he started. But till 48, which also is mayach, means brain, it, it didn't sink in in the solid way that there was a full-fledged relationship. At 48, it started. That that it started, it started a year too late, because Sdoim had already started to do their Averis. And the Chastoim of Sdoim were very, very, very high. Now, Avram Avinu didn't really have what it takes to 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 do something very, very essential in the world as long as he did not have a bismila, because the Pasuk says his halich lefonai ve'yei summon. His shleimus is only going to come after he has a bismila. That's when he's going to be the Adam Hashali. So, in order to acquire this shleimus, 
Avram Avinu needed to have his brismila. His brismila he had at 99. That's when HaKadosh Baruch Hu flipped over Stoim, meaning that the Shleimus of Avram was still not enough for him to make an impression on the world because Stoim was that bad. And in order for Avram Avinu to be able to kick in and make an impression on the world, we needed Stoim to be eradicated. As it says, Yitamu Chatoim in Oretz. And Yitamu Chatoim in Oretz, the Medrash says, says the Zer Shimshon, that's Anshe Stoim. So true, yes, we know that the Gemara says that uh, Remeir Balanes had neighbors, that they were very wicked, and they were taunting him, and life was hard, and uh, he wanted Adavim to get rid of them. And his wife, Bruria, said, it doesn't say Yitamu Choytim, it says Yitamu Chatoim. That sin should end, not the people that are doing the sin. So, if so, you're supposed to doubt that they should do tshuva. Here, there was no chance. As we see in next week's Pasha, that Avram Avinu is standing up and he's davening. He's davening the most lengthy tefillah that is brought down in a Parsha. He's not davening for the welfare of Yitzchok or Yaakov. He's davening for to save Sdoim. Now, of course, there was a mission statement over there that Avram had to point out that people should know, Rabbi Say, I don't want you to even have a Havamina that the Rabbi Shalom has some type of problem with anger management. There's no such story. No, that's not a situation. The situation is very, very clear that the Anshes Doim are so bad that they don't even have ten tzaddikim, they don't even have nine tzaddikim that the place could be saved, and therefore it needed to be eradicated. Yitzchak could not be born into the continuity of Klal Yisrael, could not happen in a world that there's a Stoim and Amora. That's how bad Stoim and Amora were. The, the, the spark of Mashiach that came through the relationship that Lloyd had with his daughter, his older daughter, that Moyev was born, and from there is going to be Rus HaMoyavia, could not happen in a world that Stoim was there. It had to be Tamu Chatoim in Oretz, Urishoim Oid Enom, and only from then on can it be Baruchi Nafshi Hashem Hallelujah. And only from then Avram Avinu could start the first steps of trying to bring the Shechina down to this world because it would not happen in any other way as long as Stoim, because that's how bad Stoim was. So, the, the, the bad that happened at the time of the Palga, plus all the 52 years of the wickedness of Sdoim kept the Shechina away from the world in such a way that the Shechina had to jump up to the, the Rekia Hashvi because and, and even Yaakov couldn't bring it down. By Yaakov we still see that there's a Sulam Mutzav Arza and Malachim Oilim V'yardim And that was because of the Roishim, of the wickedness that was in the world. It, 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 it kept the Roishim. That's how wicked things were. Now, besides the point, there were two other problems in the house of Avram. Problem number one, name was Hagar. 
Hagar was the daughter of Pari Melech Mitzrayim, as we know. What most people don't know is what Yonason Ben Uziel says, that Paroi was the son of Nimrod. And we know that Eliezer was also the son of Nimrod. So Avram Avinu in his own house had two offsprings of Nimrod. So, true, he was Makariv, both of them, but they had in them, when you're coming from such a Nimrod, that, that is, 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 is so anti-Hashem, that he changes his name to Amraphel, that he's threw Avram Avinu into the Kivshan Ha'esh, this is an, a, 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 a darga of wickedness that is not simple. And therefore we take a seat. There's no hugger that continues to exist after Avram has died. She's away. And the, you don't see Eliezer anymore. I, Eliezer, was the star pupil. In this week's parasha, we say, Damesek Eliezer, Rashi says, Doilu Mashke, Torah's Rabbi. He was the one who was saying over the shir, he was giving over the Torah. He, he was the closest to Avram. Uh, Avram trusted him that much that he sent him to look for a Shidduch for Yitzchak, not anybody else. All that being said, once Avram is gone, there's no more Eliezer. As great as he was, disintegrated. Because the source was from Nimrod. The source was from Aklala. The source was from Rishus. And this is what the, the Medrash is coming to say that it's a very hard situation when you're living in a world that has a Derech HaToyim and there's Atzas Rishoyim and there's a Moishav Leitzim and as long as this is going on in the world the less Shechina could happen the less Mokoyim Hashem could be so on two, Avram Avinu was very successful, and he was able to eradicate the Dora Palga part, that he was way above what it was, and he was able also to eradicate Sdoim. But that part of Plishtim, there he was stumped. And more so, the treaty that he made with Plishtim caused another void because the plishtim are leitzanim. And the leitzanim is worse than anybody else. Because, yeah, they're going to come, they make a treaty, and, and they say, and they whatever, and, and it doesn't mean anything, as we're going to see in the parishes to come, that when Avram Avinu moves away a little bit, they just clog all the wells of water, they fill it up with mud, and they, 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 they send him away, and they're upset, and everything. To that darga, that they send the late son of the door to say that, no, Sarah became pregnant from Avimelech, not from Avram. And th- there was the void, by the Moish of Leitzin. And this is coming to teach us, when we have these things in the world, people that are undermining the Rebbein Shlomo, as they were in Dora Palga, or people that are as wicked as Anshistoy. And sadly, we are living today in our world that are they, they, there's perfection in corruption. Corruption of the mind, corruption of the Midas, everything is corrupt. And we have to battle it. 
And this is what we're here for in this world, to be able to bear. We have Nei Avram Yitzchak And this is why this parasha brings it down, the, 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 the travels and the challenges that Avram Avinu went through. And it teaches us, yeah, what we're supposed to do and what we're not supposed to do. As everything is known, uh, the Archaim HaKadosh says, why did Avram Avinu state, He said, because he didn't know how ugly the Mitzrayim are. Had he known previously how ugly the Mitzrayim, he would have never brought such a beautiful woman down to Mitzrayim. He wouldn't have put her in a Mokim Sakana, because ain't so Alanes. But he didn't know that fact beforehand. So, it was too late at the moment that he saw the people coming out of Mitzrayim, who they looked like, it was too late to turn around and go someplace else, and he had to do plan B. And uh, he's, he's, again, standing up against Stoim Vamoir, trying to say, Oilum Chesed Ibana, and whatever, and then from his house alone, he sees that this light, who's a let's, yeah, and he's he, he's making up this false tire that Avram Avinu cannot have children, and since Avram Avinu cannot have children, Lloyd is the actual heir of Avram Avinu, and therefore Eretz Yisrael is his, therefore he's letting his shepherds let their sheep eat everybody's out of a house and home, because that's that, which is cruelty and wickedness. And Avram says, no, this got to go. I have to send them away. And this is, this is a sort of a teaching that... Yeah, when there's somebody who is not undermining, as long as somebody is not undermining, we let him stay on. But if a guy is a late, if a guy is 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 doing what Lloyd does, and, and these are two essentials, when Avram Avinu twice sent away, he sent away Lloyd and he sent away Ishmael. And and they both have this, this Litsonus part. And uh, as in next week's parsha, he was shooting arrows at Yitzchak, and uh, then Sarah sees it, and he says, no, it was just a joke. Yeah, it's not a joke when you're shooting arrows at someone, and you're aiming it at him. And that's when he was told to send away. That was Givaldic to keep the Tumma away from Yitzchak. That was enough to keep the Tumma away from the house of Avram, that HaKadosh Baruch who now could come back and have a relationship with Avram, but it was not enough to eradicate that part of the Moshe of Leitzim, that he was sitting in the neighborhood of the Moshe of Leitzim, and therefore he was not able to taka fully bring the Shekhinah down back into this world until that was eradicated. Yitzchok continued that, so therefore Yitzchok couldn't bring the Shekhinah down more than he did. Yaakov didn't go there, but Yaakov had to go down to Golis, and until Moshe Rabbeinu did not come, there wasn't enough what was needed in order to be able to bring the Shekhinah back to the world. Moshe Rabbeinu was able to do that after HaKadosh Baruch who trimmed all the fat to Mitzrayim, that all those late Sonim and Rishoyim were gone. And then Am Yisrael went to the Midbar where there would be no other disruptions and distractions and now that they're in a safe haven that there's no disruption and there's no distraction, that's when the Shekhinah could come back. So what we have to learn from here is that when we want to make a place of Kedusha the aside of having a place of Kedusha means that we can't be around Rishoyim we can't be around Chatoim but worse than the Rishoyim and the Chatoim we can't be in the neighborhood and the sviva of Leitzanim.
they're the worst, and they will cause the worst to happen. They were that bad that even though Avram Avinu lived only in the outskirts of Eretz, Eretz Plishtim, they it was enough to disrupt the Shechina from coming down, and Avram Avinu being able to take a, bring a, a, a Beis Hamikdash into the world because of this disruption of that Litzonus. And that's how Chazal say that Litzonus Achas pushes off a hundred Musashmuz. May we Taka have the Shechina down, especially the Shabbos. Shabbos is the yard site of Rochel Imenu, and the Schus of Rochel Imenu, she was the one who got the promise from the Rebbeinu Shalolam, Mini Koylech Mibechi, stop crying, Beinayich Midima, and your eyes from tears, Kiyesh Schar what you did is going to be rewarded, Veshavu Bonim Lekvulam, and we should be very soon and very close in Eretz Yisrael with Mashiach Tzitkenu, with the Beis HaMikdash HaShlishi B'mheira B'yameinu Amein. It's time to wish a Mazel Tov to Baraki Kohn on the birth of his son. And we should always taka bizoicha to great Shabbosos and sharing Smachis together. Kol Tov, have the greatest Shabbos you ever had. Good Shabbos.